This is the, the, youth, the, down youth, South the youth Down South, South Podcast. The Youth Down South Podcast, a show for youth leaders and young adults. Well, hey there, listeners. This is Jesse Fagerstrom, and I am here with a very special guest, Miss Sheena Evans. What's up, Sheena? Hello, everybody. Thanks Hi. for having me. Oh, absolutely. Thanks so much for joining us today. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. So tell me a little bit about who you are. Well, I am a wife and a mom first. Great. Uh huh. I got a five year old little girl and a one year old little girl. Just oh. started walking. She just oh, started taking steps. Gosh. So we're excited about that. Um, originally from Southern California and nice. born and raised there, moved to Dallas just for something different. Yeah. Um, and then wound up in Georgia. Wow. So, so why Georgia, out of curiosity? It's because of the Salvation Army. I came and uh, I. I'm very, you know, passionate about anti-human trafficking work, and right. that uh, position came up here at THQ. So, uh, my family and I thought it was—I mean, it's a sacrifice—but yeah. excited to get into what this community needs. Okay, cool. So today you are here to talk to us about some of the work that you are doing in anti-human trafficking. So can you just like, okay, for somebody that literally knows probably zero about what is actually happening, can you just give me like a little taster, like a maybe some stats in there, something just that kind of will get my brain moving in that direction? Mm, yeah, yeah. Okay. So let's talk about what trafficking let's see, looks like. So you guys have heard of anti-human trafficking, I'm sure. Uh, there are a couple types of trafficking. There's sexual trafficking, which most people are familiar with. Mm. And then there's also labor trafficking. And here at uh, the Salvation Army, we deal with both. The average age someone enters into sex trafficking is actually between 11 and 14 years old. Oh, man. Unfortunately. Um, and really what it is is control, manipulation, and force and really the torture of another human being by another human being wow. against their will. Um, That's eight, heavy. Yeah. And last stat I'll get for now, 80% of all trafficked individuals are female, but there's another 20% that are not. So that's important to note because I do think that a lot of folks generally think of folks preying on yeah. young women. Mm -hmm. So I definitely think that that is a useful thing to Absolutely. keep in our brains. Okay. So, you know, I'm a young adult. I'm going about my merry way. I'm like doing life and all that. Why is human trafficking something that I should, other than obviously caring about other people in the world, mm. you know, why is that something that I should spend time thinking about or caring about? I'm going to start with this. So a lot of people talk about this word compassion. And um, if I know anything about the Salvation Army youth, young adults, and those who might be listening, um, you might consider yourself as someone who's compassionate. Mm. Let me tell you, compassionate is not just being nice or smiling at other individuals. Mm. The root word of compassion is to suffer along with, to suffer with. And so if you're thinking, hey, I'm, you know, I'm this compassionate individual first— this is what it means, is to really understand and suffer along with someone who is struggling and who is in the darkest of darks. Yeah. So I'm going to say that first. Second, um, if you are any youth or young adult in that area, you are the target. Um, right. When it comes to predators and traffickers, they are targeting you. Um, if not you, your sister, your little sister, your little brother, your nieces, right. your nephew. So it's a global plague. It is happening not in just the U.S., but everywhere. Um, 
And so I'll stop there. Yeah. I mean, I think that is, I mean, knowing that we are the target, mm-hmm. that's also pretty heavy. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. So that that really sheds a light on why this is something that would really be applicable to our lives or yeah. why we should take interest. Okay. So what is the army doing? Because mm-hmm. I definitely think that there are probably some folks out there that are not aware of maybe some of the programs or mm-hmm. some of the initiatives that are happening. So what's actually happening out there in the field? Yeah, good question. So a big part of my job is to making sure first that our staff and our frontline workers, everyone is being trained. Mm-hmm. Um, so training is big because, you know, when you look at movies or Hollywood, you might think sex trafficking or trafficking looks like grabbing that little girl off the street, closing her in a van, and it just shoots off, and that's kind of how it happens. But in reality, a lot of human trafficking starts by what we call grooming and recruiting. Um, And it looks a lot like relationships. And um, unfortunately, most of the children or the kids that are trafficked know personally their trafficker or their predator. Um, Because yes, it it starts, unfortunately, with someone who's close to them. Uh, So training is a big thing. And the Salvation Army is committed to training our staff um, and our frontline workers. We um, globally have something called the Fight for Freedom Action Plan. And that is something that we are um, moving through territorially. So training and awareness and education is huge. Um, And that's why I'm here too. I am excited about being a part of educating our youth and young adults as to what this looks like. So they're empowered when they go into the world and they are not, you know, hoodwinked, (laughs) for lack of better words. Uh, So training, education, awareness, and then uh, we work with survivors. That's a huge part of what we've done for years and years, as long as the Salvation Army has been around. Wow. Yeah. Are there any stories that Mm -hmm. you've heard of? Obviously, you're not able to use names and that sort of thing, but I'm kind of going off script here, just thinking like, are there any stories that you have heard of recently, even Mm -hmm. just in your own sphere of influence that you think are worth like sharing just um, anything that's been happening on the front line. So I'm going to, I'm going to share this tiny story. It will be brief, but I, I think it is something that um, like speaks to what actually the human trafficking kind of way or the life they call Mm -hmm. it looks like. So for example, I'm using fake names, obviously, um, for confidentiality. There's a, a girl named Rebecca and Lainey. Lainey is 16 and Rebecca is also 16. Um, now, Lainey lived with both her parents, absolutely wonderful household. Um, and she met someone named Rebecca in school, at her school. Uh, so what happened was Rebecca was wearing the super cute shirt that Lainey really liked. And that was kind of how their relationship kind of started, their friendship started. Um, When Rebecca knew that Lainey liked the shirt, she brought one from home and say, hey, you look good in it. Let's, you know, let's be twins, twin day, things Mm -hmm. kind of things. Um, So one day her and Lainey were talking and Lainey expressed like, hey, I I really need a job. I'd love to have more cute clothes like you do. Um, Even though my parents don't really approve of this kind of like shirt, I just really want a job. Uh, Rebecca said, hey, you know what? I have this guy who really, you know, wants to go on a date. Um, he just wants to go to the movies and hang out. Would you go with him? And I've done it before. It's a $40, quick $40 that you can make. Um, 
I mean, time passes on. She falls in love with this guy that she went on the first date, started making money, started going further with him for money, um, and she started to love him. So they hit it off, even though the parents didn't like, you know, where she was going with this. Um, their love grew, and eventually she moved out of her house um, in kind of isolation. Um and Lainey and this guy moved to Vegas. And lo and behold, you know, this guy is like, hey, I, I don't know any other woman like you. I love you so much. Um, I want to build a life together. We need money. And, you know, you've done this before, but I really need you to go hang out with these guys. Basically, he uses the term, I need you to go do these guys. Mm. and, you know, have some money so we can kind of keep working towards our future. She'd do anything for him at this point. So mm. she went. Lainey was unfortunately gang raped at this oh. time. She's gang raped. There's money. She gives the money back to, you know, her love of her life, quote unquote. And this is, kind of becomes a cycle where now she's in an entrapment phase is what we call it, where now she can't really get out. Mm. Um, and and this is how it starts. Rebecca's relationship with Lainey, you guys, was not, it wasn't a friendship that was pure. Mm -hmm. It was grooming and a tactic of recruiting. And this is how it happens most of the time. It is not necessarily what you see in movies. This is how this happens and how our youth enter the life. And so I wanted to share that because it, it just looks different from what people have in their brain about what human trafficking starts like. Um, and so hopefully that kind of gives voice to that. Wow. I mean... I feel like if I was in that sort of like friendship of like, oh, you have cool clothes. Like, yeah, I want cool clothes like you. Exactly. Sure. I'll like go to the movies with this guy. Sure. What's the, I mean, yeah. that, those just seem like things that you would maybe do. Yeah, exactly. Um, can you give us maybe even beyond that too of like, what are some of the red flags mm. or what are some of the things that if we are in relationship with others that we can really keep an eye mm. out for? Very good. I love that. See that, those are the questions that need to be asked. Yeah. Um, so a couple of, a couple of vulnerabilities that kind of exist around human trafficking, I'll start there are. And yes, there's poverty um, and foster care. Unfortunately, with with our foster care system, sometimes it can be a direct pipeline into human trafficking because mm -hmm. of um, the lack of stability, the lack of homes, um, aging out of the foster care system. There's addiction, but honestly, just kind of being clueless a little bit is a big vulnerability as well. Um, some of the things to look out for in your own self so we're built with the basic human need to belong, mm. ba built with a basic human need to be loved and to be seen. Right. That is a basic human need we're all born with. Um, so we desire affection and connection and belonging. And if that is lacking in our lives and we find someone who is giving us that, um, that is something that you want to be aware of within your own self. So mm -hmm. I always preach community is powerful. <laughs> if you are belonging to a community, um, there's almost like you, you can't not be seen and you can't not connect because community allows that. Um, and so looking out for red flags, isolation, if someone is, you know, bringing you away from friends and family, and you're often by yourself with this person, that can sometimes be a red flag. If they never want to be around family. They just want you all to yourself because they so love you so much. That could be a red flag, guys. Um, 
I think someone who really, truly loves you wants to be social with you, things like that. Isolation is a big one. I would say any abuse obviously is a red flag. Any pushing or shoving, um, any demeaning uh, words or emotional kind of abuse thing, Mm. um, things like that. You know, never wanting to do something you want to do, always wanting to do their thing. And those are the kinds of things you can look out for in relationship to someone who might be, might have ill intent. Wow. You know, I saw, you showed me the other day a map Mm. of where, you know, these things are occurring. And obviously the map is not going to show every instance, but I was really amazed at the fact that our territory was bright red in the sense of, (laughs) I mean, the amount of incidents just within our territory. So, you know, this is happening where we are. Absolutely. And if it's not happening to us, it's like you said, it's happening to people we love. Okay, so um, I'm a young adult. I hear what you're saying. Um, I'm on board here. I'm thinking, oh, this is probably something I need to know more about. Mm. Where can I go to learn more? We have something called the Fight for Freedom Initiative. And what that is is basically kind of uh, reminding everyone that this fight takes everybody everywhere Mm. um, to kind of dig in and dial in about this. So a few things I want to mention. Um, If you want to learn and get educated, I applaud that. Please do. Um, There are a couple places you can go to start. For instance, I'll start here. The Salvation Army has a website. It is called sajustice.us. That's sajustice.us. US. There are training tools, uh, techniques to level up your understanding of this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, starting there, there are webinars, things that you can kind of educate yourself. And the next thing I'd say um, is educate yourself through, um, there is a, an organization called NICMEC that is um, an acronym, but it stands for the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. Mm-hmm. What I love about them is they have also prompts and worksheets and presentation slides and ideas on how to speak to your sisters, your younger brothers, your nieces and nephews. Like they make it fun activities, but speaking about this and empowering little ones to mm-hmm. understand what this kind of looks like too and how to just, you know, make sure they're in safe environments and speaking to safe people. So wow. I would start with those two when it comes to educating yourself. Love it. Okay. Yeah. And then, yeah, I guess just anything else that you have to share with us, anything else that we should keep in mind or any other places we can go to get plugged in? Just yeah. anything to end us today. You know what? Two things I'll say. Um, if you see something that doesn't look right, you see abuse, you know, afar off, or you see, if you see something that just clicks in your brain that this might not be a safe situation for this person that I see, um, say something. There is a national human trafficking hotline. I want to Mm -hmm. give that number in case you guys have a pen and paper around. It is 888-373-7888. And that is our national human trafficking hotline. So you see something, say something. The last thing I'll say is pray. Okay. Because this is a dark, dark, dark evil. Again, this is a human being being controlled and manipulated and forced to do something for sometimes years before they get free. I want to say pray. God says, never cease to pray. Take every opportunity to pray. This is, like I said, it's everybody everywhere. And one thing you can do to start even now, 
even if you don't get to a website, you don't have a computer at home. What you can do is start praying because it takes everybody everywhere and God hears our prayers for freedom. Well, thank you, Sheena, so much for shedding light on this very important topic and just for hanging out with me today. Yes, thank you. And I'm excited to see what education is going to look like in this community. It's going to be good. Love it. That's it for this episode of the Youth Down South podcast. For more info about the show, check out youthdownsouth.org.